It was a few months ago, back in the spring, that uh, a Southern California-based company, Furnish, F-E-R-N-I-S-H, moved into the area just in perfect timing with everybody working from home because what they do is they do this direct-to-consumer furniture rental, and you can set up your office or you know, get an ottoman or something like that for just a short time. And it seemed like at perfect timing. Michael Barlow is co-founder and CEO of Furnish and joins us right now. Good to have you with us again. David, it's great. Great to reconnect and give you the update. I, uh, 60 days ago, it was, uh, hey, how is Dallas going to work for Furnish? And, um, and what's the answer? And, 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 first, and, and how do you market yourself when, you, know, when you go into a new city like this? It, it all good questions. <laughs> Start starting in order. I'd say you know pretty quickly we have hundreds of folks across the Dallas Fort Worth Denton area um, on our platform, renting furniture from us or using us to buy furniture, and it's been great to see some strong growth out of the gates. And part of that was a well timed launch. To your point, oh yeah, um, it's got to be a good and especially people all of a sudden spending time around their houses when they weren't. And say, well, you know, we, we could really use some more stuff around here. Totally. Or new stuff. Yeah. Right. You got to elevate the energy, elevate your look. Um, and I know we originally launched Dallas because people care what their homes look like. They want to be proud of where they're spending all their time. Um, and that's that's been a thesis of our company. Well, but also, I mean, so you're in Southern California, you're in Seattle, you're here. If I look at the at, at the housing numbers that come out, these are you know, three areas that are always on top in the top five of, you know, new home purchases or our activity and in migration, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So that that had to dictate some of the timing. Uh, uh, I, I talk about migration. It's actually astounding to see what's happening in, in Texas right now. And I think I mentioned this last time um, that if you would have talked to me before the pandemic, like where is Furnish going to go to next? You know, starting on the West Coast, we would have said the East Coast, to be perfectly honest. You know, once the world kind of hit the reset button in many ways and you started to look at those numbers, you look at a place like Dallas, I think every year for the next five years, around 200,000 or 250,000 people are going to be moving to the Dallas area. That's like 5% of Chicago moving to Dallas every every single year. And so you look at that and you're like, we had to retool our whole expansion plan. And it was the best move I think we've made since we started to go launch in North Texas. Well, is it being embraced the same way it is elsewhere? I mean, this is virtual. I can't see... There's no way I can see, except online, see the item before it arrives at my house, right? Correct. And so we're we are pure e-commerce. And so there's you know there's a lot of reasons that e-commerce businesses uh, make a lot of sense to the consumer. I say with furniture, it's you know one you're 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 cutting out the middleman, so you're not paying a margin to retail, so we can actually offer products cheaper than if you have to go to a store and buy from retail because it's just one step in that chain removed. But Furniture is interesting. It's such a tactile good. Like you want to feel, you want to touch, sure. you want to, you, you want to sit on, you want to make sure the colors are right. And so that's why imagery and content and what we call UGC, user generated content on social media platforms, like an Instagram or a TikTok. TikTok's a whole other conversation we can talk about separately. Um, but that's really resonated. Customers have gotten more and more comfortable with, with that in the furniture category, that way of shopping. You know, and, and actually, it gets down to the point. If I can get it from you, 
I'll buy it <laughs> sight unseen because it's so difficult. The supply chain is so messed up. It's hard to get stuff. Are you finding that? It, it, it is. It's not as easy as it was last year. But that said, I think we do have an advantage because what we do when we launch is we set up local logistics, bring on local employees, put a distribution or logistics center. We have one right in Grapevine, so between Dallas and Fort Worth. And so we're fulfilling and stocking all of our own inventory locally. And that means we're able to deliver a high-touch premium customer experience on a local level with local employees. So from a supply chain and fulfillment perspective, we're definitely having an advantage over some like a big national player who may be shipping to you from New Jersey, right? Um, and sometimes there's huge stocking issues if you just stock one distribution center that has to fulfill the whole country yeah. because you have people pulling from that distribution center from Miami, from Nashville, from Boston. You know, we're, we're a local organized business, and that's where we've kind of ironed out some of the kinks you, you, that other you, you companies You still have face. to have pretty deep pockets to, to be able to fill a, you know, a warehouse in anticipation of somebody wanting to rent it from you. That, David, that's, that's the bet we took on Dallas-Fort Worth. That's the bet we took. And that's why we're, you know, we're a regional, we're a local business um, and we can't ship everywhere, but that's fine. These markets are all so big. Again, going back to the, the yeah. inbound like demographic numbers. I mean, that's a big reason why we decided to take a swing on Dallas this year. Okay. So you're in three distinctly different areas right now, Seattle, Southern California and Dallas, Fort Worth. So what do people want? Are, are the demands different in each area? It, it Dallas is its own its own unique market. I think people, you know, call is I don't know if everyone's a cowboy fan, but blue is the most popular color in Dallas. <laughs> it's what is what we're finding, and so actually, you know, relatively more popular than it is in Southern California and the Pacific Northwest. I'd say so. That's that's interesting. I think you know people's spaces are bigger. You know, a lot of folks who use us are the apartment renter. And, you know, it's no secret that your dollar goes further in North Texas. So than we have bigger apartments. In Southern, in Southern California. You do on a square foot basis. And so you think of like the blue sectional sofa, most popular item bars in Dallas. And sofas are one of our most popular items on the West Coast, but they're not as big and they're different colors. So you, you think you've got your model down right now that you can replicate this in other cities? You Th that's the bet here, David. That's the bet. That's kind of, you know, 2018, we launched in LA, 2019, Pacific Northwest, 2021. We took a, we took a pause last year. <laughs> for yeah, a lot of there was a lot of that going on. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of pause. The year that must not be named, I've heard it referred to as. Um, and then this year, the big swing is on, uh, is on Texas. And I think the approach we've taken as a, you know, venture backed startup is you have to be really deliberate about the moves you make and be really smart. Um, and I think, yeah, the model's been proven out really nicely. So what, where's next? What's next? Uh, more of Texas, maybe, but you'll see. You'll hear soon. So you're not ready. <laughs> I mean, Austin, everybody knows Austin's on fire. Everyone knows, but it's interesting. I uh, Dallas is twice as big as, oh, sorry, four times as yeah. big as Austin. Yeah. Um, and that's just, uh, it's amazing if you actually talk to a bunch of folks in California, they have no idea that Dallas is close to 8 million people to Austin's too. They just have no idea because um, Austin's maybe more of a headline, so to speak. But we are more excited about Dallas out of the gates. We and, really wanted to see how that was working out. And your backers are happy and you get second and third rounds of funding coming through? 
Well, we, we do, we have raised three rounds of funding and we have awesome investors we're very excited about and some local investors to Dallas. I think I might've mentioned this last time, a gentleman named, named Jack first. He's a local entrepreneur on the board of, uh, I think CWC Southwest. Well, we then, do Hicks views Tate and first was the, was yeah. the old, the old firm. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack First is a local investor of ours. And I remember coming out to Dallas to pitch when we were starting this business because we met him through a family friend. And he does a lot of startup investing. And then we came to Dallas and I was like, whoa, this market. I'd never been to Dallas at the time. This is years ago. And like we met in um, the University Park mm-hmm. area and it was just on fire. It was alive. The energy was palpable. And then coming back, there a couple months ago as we were gearing up for launch it was like even that much more of a buzz and so that's really when dallas got on our radar when it came out to pitch jack well it's good to hear you're doing well and that uh they've they've embraced the concept furnish f-e-r-n-i-s-h we'll look forward to your next expansion plans which you seem to be holding very close to the vest you know, David, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> Michael, um, Michael, I look forward to coming on that and telling you more. All right, Michael Barlow is co-founder and CEO of Furnish. And for more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.